Welcome, everybody, to episode 56 of the All You Can Hear podcast. I am one of your five co-hosts, Tanner, and with me, as per usual, I have... Colt. Oh. This participatory Pat. Uh, this is Cody. And today, we have a special guest, Justin. I thought he was going to intro himself. I don't know. No? No intro? If you... <laughs> if you guys are your first silent I guest... Just, I just wanted to make it awkward for you, but it's a pleasure to be back here on... Ah! podcast. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, you'll recognize Justin if you listen to the Cynic City Trios uh, podcast. He was on there with Patrick and I. And today we're actually uh, a little different. We are recording in the comic strip, which is our local comic book store that Justin is the proud owner of. Hmm. And today we are just going to be talking about nerdy comic book stuff. Yeah, we have some comic book questions. Excuse me, sir. Sir, we prefer the term geeks. <laughs> oh, God. That's a yikes for me. And well, actually... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm already sweating. Also, it's, it's hot outside. Like, really hot. Yes. Like, we went from... I wore blue jeans two weeks ago. Now, wearing shorts and flip-flops at 11 a.m., and I'm sweating profusely. I can't. I'm swimming. And bleeding, also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is lip bleeding Cody, apparently, today. Just like, like all the fluids are just escaping his I don't know. I, just, I, literally, I literally just sat down, and Tanner was like, oh, your lip is bleeding. And I was like, oh, sure, just a little bit. I, I touched my lip, and it it looks I like... I mean, it was... It, like, I could see it from here. His it hand was, was red. It was a noticeable dot of blood. I it, think you need stitches. Oh, God. I don't know what's happening. Oh, God. We need to get to the hospital. To Cody, stop moving your mouth. I slept for four hours last night. Um... I was watching a little th- something called SpongeBob. I don't know if y'all have heard of this anime or anybody. Or anything. Wow. SpongeBob. Yes. Spring Justin, if you could have seen the reaction, I was like, yeah, I think we're going to do the podcast at 11 a.m. in the morning. They're like, 11 a.m.? That's so early. What do you mean we? The only person who said that was Cody. That's so pleasant. Yeah. There's like 11 a.m. Reminds me how I wake up at 7 o'clock seven days a week. Look, not I'm all of adult. us, not all of us are the sun. Okay, so that's my. What do you think the sun comes up? Have you <laughs> ever seen the sunrise? It's Three like times in my life. Five thirty right now. As far as I know, the sun doesn't come up; it just exists. I mean, uh, that's that's technically scientifically accurate. Yeah. Oh uh, well, okay. Uh, We're so never going to do this you're, again. You're still, you're still wrong in your thought process. But <laughs> can, can I get a yeehaw for my flat earthers? <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw, <laughs> brother! You know, there's actually Bro? a lot of really good. Ev- <laughs> <laughs> it makes some good points. Uh, uh, so last night we went and saw Deadpool two. Have you seen Deadpool two yet? Not yet, actually. Mm. It oh, uh, it was a uh, very good. I would say it's pretty much on par with Deadpool Deadpool one. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes into the first question I have because we're going to be asking you a lot of questions about comic books. No, that's normal. You that's are the comic book for me. You're the comic book expert here. I as, don't as, know about expert. But you're as, someone call you comic book guy. You <laughs> the Mister Comic Worst Book nickname ever. Are you the Mister Comic Book? <laughs> are you Stanley? Justin has legally changed his name. We just still call him Justin because we've known him for so long. But his name actually is Comic Book now. Is no, who's no. Miss? Who's Mister Graphic Novel? None of that is accurate. Is it accurate. true that all people who work in comic book stores are descendants of Stanley? No. In fact, quite a few of us don't even like Stanley. As far as I know, he is much better than Jack Kirby. Why would you make vacuums? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
<laughs> if Liz were here, you would be dead. I, I know. I your life would have a lot more than your lip would be bleeding. There's a, there's a different uh, there's a different universe where my soul just left my body, and I felt it. I felt yeah. it through the wall. Yeah, no, in a multiverse theory, Liz was here for one of them. That Cody is now dead. <laughs> another man, one, another one bites the dust. And I have nine just more. Just like Jet Li's the one, you have now gained his power. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't much. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your lips stopped bleeding. Oh. Uh-huh. Like, I am noticeably tired. More tired. <laughs> Surprisingly, I can do summoning jutsu from not, to, to real easy now. Uh, what oh, a good multiverse. Guess who uh, forgot to turn down their phone? Yeah. You. Oh, my God. Am I right? I've been ready you for this podcast. Unprofessional. Yeah, just respond to it real quick. But I want to ask you a you question. Know, take your time. Yeah. Nothing I'm, but the best here on Ah. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I really did want to talk to you about um, movies. Okay. Let's talk about Marvel movie. Let's talk about. Let's talk about comic book movies in general. Sure. Um, we're kind of living in this weird ten-year decade age, where it just peaked this past May, supposedly with uh, Infinity War, and in this past decade, um, there's been a there's been it seems like a, a love for comic book characters. I don't know if, uh, and I want to know does that relate to the comic books themselves. As yes. It, so um, okay. All right. <laughs> have you have you thought about phrasing your question uh, in a way that isn't <clears throat> ridiculous? Well, okay. Uh, let me rephrase. Cody this. didn't think of any questions. This is on the I spot. A, I no, a, I, I did think. I have a. I Let's have go a, to the next person, Wenzel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, Wenzel. Uh, big fan. Uh, uh, my question is: Do you think the uh, market is oversaturated with comic book movies? You know, no, I don't. Good answer. Yeah. No, I I think at this point it's not. A matter of it being a special attraction like it used to be. Uh, the first major one was Superman in 1978, Christopher Reeve. And Superman 1 and Superman 2 were huge successes. Then Superman 3 and Superman 4 had different production companies. Uh, Italian production company, if I'm not mistaken. They were trying to save a lot of money, which is why those movies were god-awful. <laughs> and then after that, uh, it wasn't until Tim Burton's Batman that comic book movies were even a thing. But at that point, those were still special attraction movies. Until Joel Shoemaker's Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. May he rot in hell. <laughs> the best Batman movies all the <laughs> Hell yeah. There's another universe where I just murdered <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I've become three times more powerful now. <laughs> but at this point, you know, it really started with Blade, with my cousin Wesley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's who you look like. The, the oh. joke here is that my skin is white as the purest snow. <laughs> I'm actually getting sunburned from the fluorescent lights. Um, <laughs> but no, starting with those, it showed that comic book movies could be taken seriously by an adult audience. It was R-rated blood and gore vampire movies. And Stephen Dorff was also in it, which was, oh, oh boy. He was, could have had a better villain. Oh, he's, he's, he's crying right now. It was fine. And then that led into the X Men movies, which gave us Hugh Jackman, which, by the way, which which yeah, he was basically born for. It seems like he he was the prodigal. He's the prodigal son of of of, uh, comic book movies. Well, he almost didn't get the role. It almost was given to uh, Shia LaBeouf. No, it was Doug Ray Scott was originally signed for it, but he got held up on Mission Impossible Two, I think. And now I don't even know who that is. That's the point. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Doug Ray Scott. Poor Doug. whoever that man is. Yeah, I'm sure he's living a decent life. No, he's he's pretty much well known for that Mission Impossible movie <laughs> and almost being Wolverine. 
That's depressing. Well, it's kind of a cool thing to be known for. Like, hey, I was almost Wolverine. I don't know. Nobody that? talks about no. that. I, mean, I was no. almost. I mean, well, theoretically speaking, I guess any of us could almost be Wolverine. That's about Will as bad Smith as was uh, almost Captain America. Yeah. Well, so oh. was John Krasinski. Yeah, I was about to say, so was John Krasinski. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that was, one. Was uh, Tom Cruise almost Iron Man? Was that a thing? I don't think they were ever really serious about him coming in. Okay. <laughs> 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 it might have been just from the... Uh, if Avengers was cast in the 90s, yeah. that meme that was going around. Because at that point with the Iron Man movie, Iron Man was a really untested property. Yeah. I mean, most of these Marvel ones were. That's why the when the Marvel went bankrupt, they sold the rights to X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Spider-Man. Because those were their biggest ones. So when they started making their own movies, you had Captain America and Thor and Iron Man, sure. But up until then, Iron Man was best known in the comics for, in the 80s, being a raging alcoholic. And then later on, being an AA member um, with a suit of armor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> close to Robert Downey Jr. You know, that's what everyone said when he was cast. Yeah. Well, this is perfect. He is Iron Man, a former raging alcoholic. Now they just give him the suit of armor, and there you go. Another genetically enhanced actor. Is it really enhanced? There's just alcohol poisoning. <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about like and drugs. You know, Hollywood was like, we know these guys can play these characters. We're gonna breed them. <laughs> <laughs> only, if their name, only if their name is Chris. His name is oh. Robert. He was famous before that. And not just for the drugs. And being in jail. And being in those 80s teen movies. I remember that. He, yeah, he was in those 80s teen movies. I was movies. born in 1993. I was born, you know. <laughs> 2009. Were those directed by Mel Brooks? We had a bit going on before the podcast. I forgot that that wasn't on the Was it a bit? Uh, or was it just me being sad that you've never seen Spaceballs? Because I feel I, like it was just me being there's sad. There's no Mel Brooks. Like, I, look, it was shot in black and white as far as I know. That's, That's also not, not accurate. As you, far as I Jonathan's know. Jonathan's probably forced you to watch Spaceballs no, he at didn't. least once. Because I remember didn't. seeing He forced it me to watch shelf. Monty Python uh, and the Holy Grail. Which was that Mel Brooks as well? No. I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Who the fuck is Mel Tanner, Brooks? your question. I just wanted to say Wenzel thought Mel Gibson and Mel Brooks. Same person. <laughs> Wenzel has no idea who Mel Brooks is. The difference is Mel Brooks is a Jew who makes movies. Mel Gibson is a guy who makes movies and hates Jews. Oh, okay, ah. there you go. That is the difference. Uh, that is the difference. Yeah. That is the difference. Um, I, I have a couple of questions, actually. Hmm. Um, first off, I, w- I want to know, so obviously it used to, it, it's such of like a, big thing now like comic book movies but up like even when i mean cody and patrick and i were teenagers like it was kind of like you can't like that or you're a nerd and you know in middle school being called a nerd death sentence no i am just old enough and still just young enough to where and my original point before was it's not oversaturated because it's become its own genre now yeah that was the point i was going to no i got you i got before mel brooks i don't know who mel brooks is i know i I don't either (laughs) So no, I'm I'm just old enough to where comic books and comic book movies didn't really get popular or big until about a year after I got out of high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would have been great five years sooner, <laughs> been awesome. But no, no, it's fine. It's whatever. Um, in fact, I've had people that I went to school with who have come in here and like, oh, I'm just now getting into comic books. I remember you used to like them. I'm like, yeah, you threw shit at me. Yeah. For liking them. Get out of my store. <laughs> Don't come back. So, yeah, no, it's 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 fun. It's good to see. 
because God, I mean, now with the the anime and the manga that's that's so popular in middle schools and high schools, like, oh, the kids love the Japanese animation. <laughs> and and when true. I was in high school, like, we had like Dragon Ball Z, but you didn't say that shit. God, it was bad enough. You like Superman. If you said the word Goku, you're in a locker. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that like you have people, you have people who are in super. Super mute, uh, super mute, super uh, hero movies like uh, the guy who played Killmonger in Black Panther, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan coming out and saying, "Oh, I, I love anime," mm-hmm. and it's just like this weird layered effect going on with those nerdy, geeky cultures, mm-hmm. where geek culture and nerd culture is coming back in a big way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that those are coming back in a weird way. You have people who are playing like Dungeons and Dragons now. You have people who are like in Vin the, Diesel. Vin yeah. Diesel's come out many times said he loves Dungeons and Dragons. Some of the most popular podcasts that are on iTunes right now are related to being to going on adventures and things like that. Is with, Vin Diesel on them? Uh, probably Never at some point. <laughs> it's kind of weird, actually. That's why he's not in movies anymore. He just does like 40 podcasts a week, and they're so all d He's in movies. All he has to do now is say, I am Groot, and then be pretending to drive fast cars. Oh. Which, by the way, cush-ass gig. Like, <laughs> what did you just say? Did you just say cush? Yeah, you know, like, like a like cushy cushion. job. No, I got that. What the fuck? That, that's what people <laughs> say. differently, Wizzle. Never, never heard. People, yeah. Wow, you're weird. No, see, I, I, I'm with him. I've actually never heard that phrase. I can't but handle again, this. But then again, I'm old. Apparently. I've never heard Too that phrase far. either. Too far. Um, I'm, I'm the closest to Tanner's age, and I've never heard it either. You've never well, heard, good. like, you could, like, cush, like, oh, that's a cush job. No. No. It's a cushy. <laughs> no. People don't say, that's a cushy job. That sounds like you're talking about Yes, they about do. No, they, they do. They say but that all But people say that's like a cush position. That, no. no, everybody. All right, people listen to the podcast. Tell me I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm sort of with you, People Tanner. listen to the podcast. Don't oh, lie to him just because you like him. I'm know. sorry that I'm young, okay? <laughs> we watched Deadpool 2 last night, and Tanner has been coming up with so many catchphrases. He's added the word chimichanga at least chimichanga. three times. No, no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> All, the yeah, no. All the way here. Just five years behind we everybody are, else who's loved Deadpool. We are fucking annoyed in the car all the way here. Yeah. He just kept saying chimichanga. Okay. You brought First, it sounds up. like Deadpool in the comments, He was like, anyway. wow, you know what? This Fergie 2006, the Duchess album, is Delicious like a chimichanga. And we're like, Tanner, not even you. Oh, that's right. terrible. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Cody did this. <laughs> yeah, let's say I this. I like I'm being attacked for no reason. <laughs> I drove here. <laughs> exactly. He um, had full control over the radio and everything. But mm. I do I do have sort of a second part because, like, even for me, like, I graduated in 2014 from high school. And, like, even. So yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, pretty yeah. much. It, my graduation was yesterday. Um, it, even for me, it, it seemed like right as I was getting out of high school, it was okay to kind of talk about the more popular like even like the cool kids in school were like oh man dragon ball z my shit when i was a kid and that's where it seemed like it but now you have like people in school and i feel like they're more i don't want to say they're more like not as well known because obviously like fairy tale is huge and stuff but people will be like oh i love fairy tale or short art online and like these will be like people that were traditionally known as like jocks or like the popular kids in school Mm -hmm. or like even to take it sort of a step further even away from comic books now you have like Fortnite becoming such a huge thing among like athletes and famous people and like video games have been seen as like nerdy and geeky culture and i want to know as somebody that is uh a couple years older than me anyways how (laughs) because i am a child how have you what's been your reception to like geek and nerd culture becoming pretty much pop culture at this point well i mean first on your point of video games even when i was in high school video games were always super popular that was just 
that's what we did. Maybe that's because we live in a state where if you don't drink all the time, then you don't have anything else to do. Well, fair. Um, but no, especially with the ones like Grand Theft Auto, pretty much Rockstar games. Yeah. Where you can kill hookers for fun. That really appealed to the sociopathic tendencies of some people that I went to school with. So, so and those were always accepted more than anything else. Uh, and as far as as far as you know, liking the animes and stuff, I I don't know a lot about anime and manga. I I know Dragon Ball Z, and I watched Akira when I was younger, and. I liked Big O because I'm a film noir geek and I love giant robots, so it was like the perfect thing. And aside from that, I don't really, I, mean, I never really watched it. It's hard enough to keep up with all the American comic books now because there's, there's 45 to 60 new issues of stuff every week. I mean, if you just look at the wall behind uh, yeah. Colton Pat, it's like, <laughs> new this week, new this week, new this week. Yeah, no, the <laughs> like, top row is all new. Yeah. Yep. The ones below it are the ones from the past few weeks. Yeah. Which is insane. Uh, seeing uh, with this new research, and this is kind of what I was going, trying to go for earlier when I asked the question, mm-hmm. like when you with this new resurgence of like the movies and things like that, have you seen like people, like have you seen like people going for things outside of the Avengers? Have you seen uh, people go for the outside of like the standard stuff? I mean, is it bringing... Um, the comic or, or like the indie comic books are they being kind of brought along with this whole like superhero wave? And I would like say that? so, um, and a lot of that is because you know, the people who have already read the comics that the movies are based on, they'll come in and like, well, I, I read this and I read this and I saw the movies. Do you have anything similar to that? And you know that's why I, I have to read pretty much everything we get in so I can I can be there and say, oh yeah, no, it's. You liked this. You'll love this and this, and you'll probably think this is okay, and you'll hate that. Because, you know, I'm not going to tell them something's good when it's garbage. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, why would you? Because the thing is, though, is that, like, you're basically, you, you can't help what the creators of these comic books do. So if it's yeah. a piece of shit, then, like, there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. So, but, you, you, but you're going to be honest and be like, you know, if you're continuing the series, it did not end very well, mm-hmm. but art's good. Etc. So, I mean, so that's understandable. Yeah. And the, the biggest example of that has been, you know, I really like Cyborg from the Teen Titans. What do you have for him? Like, ah, <laughs> let me direct you to this 30-year-old Teen Titans story. But no, he's got a solo book right there. Ah, See, there, there is a, a thing between uh, the comics and the, uh, the movies that they're not always the same interpretation because you have, you know, the cyborg in the TV show. Very jovial, funny, wisecracking, and you have cyborg in the comics. He's very morose and melancholy. Yeah, Pretty much like the movie. Yeah, yeah. You saw the, the, in the Avengers movie, uh, I remember, or not the Avengers, uh, the Justice League movie. <laughs> About to say, wow. I think yeah. you owe a lot of people an apology. I was watching there. the Avengers movie, Cyborg came in beside Goku, and goddamn, <laughs> I could not. <laughs> I feel like you jumped all the dimensions right there. I feel but, like you were high. That's I, what I feel like. I'm combining my, my three. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's getting the uh, influx of information for all his dead yeah. selves. Yeah, so you're watching um, Justice League. In Justice League, and like he goes, uh, what, what was his catchphrase? The Booyah. 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 And he goes, says it one time, and he's like, Booyah. And it's like, okay, you little angsty shit. Like, <laughs> right. I'm going to do the condensed version, because if you don't have four hours to listen to me, bitch, then you know I, I need to just condense it for you. But the Justice League movies, biggest problem, aside from the fact that it exists, is that the characterizations of all those people were wrong. 
That's yeah. Except for the last 15 20 minutes of Superman, which was the first time Henry Cavill has actually played Superman in my <laughs> opinion. Uh, he was good. Uh, but no, Cyborg should have had the personality of Aqua Bro, which yep. by the way, I hate Jason Momoa. I'll say it. I don't care. I hate him. How Do you brave. know why? Do you know why I hate Jason Momoa? Because this is the second character I love that he has ruined. A lot of people don't remember. Do you remember the Conan the Barbarian remake from 2011? No, one, no one remembers it. <laughs> was that directed by Mel Brooks? No, that was Jason Momoa in it. Mel Brooks would have made a good Conan movie. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. The only thing I know with Jason Momoa in it besides the Avenger, or not the Avenger, fuck me. Uh, Justice League was uh, Khal Drogo yeah. from Game of Thrones. Well, if you notice... Which he didn't have any speaking parts. <laughs> no, no, he did. He spoke uh, Dothraki. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Conan, it was Jason Momoa introducing himself as Conan when he was on Stargate Atlantis. It was Jason Momoa under the sea. In Game of Thrones, it was Jason Momoa with subtitles. And then in Justice League, it was Jason Momoa with a trident. It's yeah. the Jack Nicholson school of acting where you just don't. Jason Momoa, literally, he doesn't do anything in Justice League. He does nothing in the entire movie. I, I think I'm the only one here that's actually seen Justice League. Besides no, I, I've seen it. Yeah, it, it was he, his character was highly disappointing, and I, I'm really kind of wondering how they even portray him in the Aquaman movie because I mean, like, pretty he, much going to be that. It's just going to be him. Like, you want it, here's a wave. Here's a rogue, <laughs> here's a rogue wave. Maybe a dolphin in there somewhere. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, and so I take it you don't like the DC movies, or at least the big budgeted ones. I liked from... Wonder Woman a lot. Okay, yeah, okay. I mean everybody liked it. Was Wonder good. Wonder Woman was it good. Was good. Yeah. Uh, I think Gal Gadot is a great Wonder Woman too. She's mm-hmm. like perfect oh, she's for the fantastic. role. Fantastic. I don't like Man of Steel for very specific reasons. I don't like Batman versus Superman because I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't. So, uh, you know, because Batman doesn't kill people quite famously doesn't mm-hmm. kill people in fact it's the whole dichotomy between him and the joker where he's not going to kill the joker because batman doesn't kill people and then in batman versus superman he murders so many people <laughs> just just blows them up with the guns that he has on his batmobile but it was kind of awesome <laughs> no <laughs> what if they are non-lethal ordinances and the car just happened to explode by accident I don't think so. <laughs> because he's, he's, he does manslaughter. People are still quite dead because of Batfleck. I mean, he threw a guy up against the wall, and when his head hit the wall and he fell down, there was blood on that wall. That guy's dead. That guy's super dead. <laughs> that wall is covered in brains. It, a lot of those uh, those movies seem like they handed like the script to somebody, or they ha- they said, "I need you to make a Batman movie." And they were like, I don't know who Batman is, but let's go for it. That's but Zack Snyder. You just described Zack Snyder. I'm glad I did. <laughs> he is, he's the director, and he is the edgy kid from your high school that sat in the back row, wore leather pants, and said, my stories are way cooler than anything they're making in these movies. Yeah, because Batman kills people. And, <laughs> and, and then they gave him a franchise. I feel like, though, um, I mean, don't get upset at me or anything. And if you do, it's fine. I was Did felt you like, make the movies? No. Then you should, you should be good. <laughs> I always thought the Batman, like the version they showed, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was kind of like, eh, that's kind of weird that Batman killing people. I was kind of thrown off, actually, a lot when I watched it, because <laughs> I didn't expect it, but I was like, well, I just assumed that, like, maybe this interpretation is like, it's obviously supposed to be an old Batman, and it's obviously supposed to be sort of based on, f- what, Frank Miller's yeah. version? It's but r- the thing is, the Frank Miller version also didn't kill. 
But, okay. And that's that's the thing. Like, he, the Frank Miller Batman did not kill people. That was a big part of issue three of Dark Knight Returns, where he still refused to kill the Joker. Joker. Oh was yeah, the Joker paralyzed up, uh, and killed himself. Tw- yeah, twisting his own body to break his spine. Yeah. And so when Zack Snyder says, oh, it's based off the Dark Knight Returns, old angry killer Batman. Like, well, mm. clearly you didn't read that either, Zack. Yeah, I would agree with that. So uh, having all these, uh, going back to the whole, like, having people, you, you said that you have people that you knew from high school come in, and, like, mm-hmm. they, they're in the comic books now and things like that. And uh, that's kind of what the other thing is, like, whenever you do have those movies come out and things like that, does it bring in people just looking for comic books in general, or do you get mostly people looking like, okay, I just watched Infinity War, mm-hmm. I want to read the comic? It's a bit of both. Um, you know, people come in like, oh, I saw the Avengers movies. And what's good for Doctor Strange? Like, well, I point to something. Well, this is good and this is good. And they'll get it. And there's people, I haven't read a comic book in 20 years, but the movies have brought me back into it. Where would you say I start? Oh, point out over here. And then there's people that I have only read these comics, but I, I want to get into these comics. Okay, well, this is where you start. Uh, so it's, it's a good mix. Is this, would you say this is probably the best time to get into comic books? That's, a, that's a, a tough question to answer because with the way Marvel and DC especially like to do their business models is at least once, before it was the first time they reset the universe to make things easier to get into for people. DC did it in 1986 with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Because they had a huge, sprawling multiverse. There was an Earth 2 version of Superman and a normal version of Superman and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And so, uh, Grandpa Flash, Jay Garrick, on the Flash TV show, he was from a different Earth that Barry Allen was. And so in Crisis on Infinite Earths, they had this big multiversal catastrophe, a crisis, if you will. Mm. Ah, Hacha-cha-cha-cha. The game. The jokes. Uh, so they had this and it merged all the universes into one. And they restarted all their stories. So that was a good place to jump in. And it worked so well that they did it again in 1994 with Zero Hour. Because things had gotten too big and too sprawling. And they thought. And so Green Lantern Hal Jordan, famously played by Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) uh, His city got blown up. And he went crazy. Killed a bunch of Green Lanterns. And uh, restarted time. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, we're going to pause real quick. Couple of years. Does that annoy you when they do that? It can. Yeah. Um, I do want to go back because I, uh, I did not hit uh, record for that little section. So I do want to go back and say we did hit pause. A customer came in. I'm sorry. Are you serious? In our bits? <laughs> we've been, oh serious? We've been talking for six like, hours. It's been 15 minutes. It was five minutes. Yeah, it was about five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I was hilarious. It was some really good. <laughs> we comments. talked about Shaq Fu. That was that was a deleted scene from Hell that will never ever come back. I did not mean to do that. Look, I sure never hit pause this before. Podcast is ever going to come back? See, I I saw that you were looking at that. And I was like, I bet you he did not hit. I did not. Yeah, I Nothing like, but quality here on. Ah. <laughs> Look, I woke up literally 45 minutes ago. <laughs> did you been up? For like two hours. We started hours. at 11 a.m. I just want to point that out. Uh, uh, we had a customer. I went to bed in. at 2:30 last night. I uh, still woke up at seven. I've been here since eight o'clock doing stuff. I haven't slept in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no sleep. Excuse. 
we were talking about what were we talking about? We were talking about we talked about we talked about customer came talking in, about how there's another universe where I just murdered you again. Oh, f- uh, four of me now, yeah. all together. Four in of one. you are dead. I have at least n- I have at least five more. Nine lives. Every Cody has nine lives. Or is that there's only nine Codys in all the multiverses, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Yeah. Um, well, at this point, yeah, there's only nine left, maybe. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, we were talking about the uh, about the uh, comic book reboot of the in the 1980s of the of the DC universe uh-huh. and how it relates to this being the best sure. time or if it is the best time. Yeah, no, to, it's uh, fine. Buy comic books. Are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are recording. We're recording. I don't want to go through all that again. Assad recording. This is going to actually be like the fourth time I said how Jordan went crazy and <laughs> killed Green Lantern. So, Justin, comic book reboots, uh, reboots uh-huh. good, bad, or in between? A little of both. Uh, for example, DC did the New 52 reboot where they took away all the legacy characters and the long histories of their characters and several characters people loved since 1986, like Wally West, who had been the Flash for 21 years, just didn't exist anymore. Justin really likes more of the West. West Flash, Best Flash. Uh, so <laughs> he just didn't exist. And all the characters had only been operating for five years according to their timeline, their kayfabe, if you will, to bring it back to wrestling. Um, and it was bad. A lot of it was really not good. And then they rebooted again five years later under what's called the Rebirth Banner, which was their New 52 Apology Tour where they brought back all the legacy stuff they had done away with. Very first issue, Wally West shows up, like, I remember everything, I'm back! And it's just sort of their way of saying, sorry, please buy our books. Hmm. You were about to say (laughs) something. Do you have anything, any questions to ask Justin? Can we make sure we're recording first? Yeah, we're we're recording. I was wondering, what is your favorite non-superhero comic book, and why is it Saga? (laughs) <laughs> well, Saga's fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. What a mild take to end up being a spicy take for these boys. <laughs> I'm sweating. I like Saga. It's fine. It hurts. It's a fine book. Oh, he said he liked it. Let's just take take our losses and go. But what is uh, your favorite non-superhero? Of all time? Of all time. Yeah. Comic. Book. <laughs> Thanks for throwing that in Series. there. Series. I mean, you know, there have been a lot of them that are really good. Uh, and like I said, Saga's fine. And that's that's Brian K. Vaughn, right? He yeah. yeah. Brian K. Vaughn, well known for ripping out your feelings and taking a giant steamy dump on them. Uh, uh, they can't confirm they're nodding profusely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's what he does. Everything he writes is fantastic and heartbreaking and makes you want to jump off a building. Yeah. Uh, he's done a lot of good things, but honestly, I think my favorite non-superhero comic series would probably have to be Fables. Oh, okay, oh, okay, that's, okay. That's okay. Very fair. Okay, very okay, fair. okay. I started reading Fables when it came out, and so I, I followed along that whole journey as it happened, and I just loved, I loved everything about how'd it. How you, how'd you feel when it ended? Like that, that, that whole like yeah. mural of just all the characters. Yeah, the giant splash, like five splash page scene. It was, it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, my biggest problem would be spoiler alert in three, two, one. Vader is Luke's father. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! No, uh, spoiler though is that Beast ended up dying. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty messed up because yeah. it was by uh, it was yeah. by Big Beast. Yeah, Big Beast murdered him when he was under the, the influence. Yeah, of horrifically. Magic. Yeah. And you know, after so many like Snow White had survived being shot in the head with a high powered rifle. I feel like Beast, of all people, 
would probably sh- should have come back and been fine. Yeah, but that didn't happen. Yeah, no, he uh, he was in a, like a suit of armor, and he was part mm-hmm. of like a superhero team essentially. And yeah. they went to go kind of like save Bigby, but sort of stop him. And uh, he fell over, and Bigby just literally got on his back and started ripping open the armor and went inside the armor. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And then he just ripped him, uh, mauled him to death. Yeah. The only thing I know about Fables is what I played in uh, the Wolf Among Us. Wolf Among Us, it's good stuff. Yeah. Oh Very, yeah, my Very, favorite Telltale yeah. game. Please bring back season two. Uh, <laughs> so now. excited. Yeah, that was that was definitely good stuff. But no, I, I loved Fables. Okay. Uh, is there anything you're reading currently right now that's non-superior that you like? Uh, there are two. The two best ones right now, one of them is called Infidel. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, yeah, it's a ghost story, but uh, also with like a, an anti-racist slant to it. And it's it's so good that it's only three issues into a five-issue miniseries. And last week they optioned it for a TV show. Ooh. Ooh wow. Wow. Yeah. Which is also nice because I still had the first print of number one, which jumped from a six dollar book to a twenty five dollar book. Is that the one in the case right That's there? That's the one in the case right there. Ooh. Yes. Nice. Uh, the other one is the one next to it called Gideon Falls. Oh, and yeah. yeah, I love Gideon Falls. It's I don't want to say anything about it to anyone who might be considering reading it because I just went in completely blind. The only thing I knew about it was the name and the fact that the author whose name I still don't know how to correctly pronounce. is either Jeff Lemire or Jeff Lemire. I've heard oh. both. <laughs> but he is one of my absolute favorite authors working today. And the only thing I knew about it was that he wrote it. I was like, that's enough for me. And I went in, and my jaw just dropped at the end of the first issue. It was so good. Oh, I have to check, check that out then. He did, uh, he did one of the runs for uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, he did a 14-issue Moon Knight run, and it was it was crazy good. Yeah. Um. Here's a question on the opposite end of that. Crazy good, because Moon Knight's crazy. Yeah. He's multiple personalities. issues. Uh, My question, another question on the opposite end of that, is what is the worst comic, either series or singular book, you have ever read? Well, no, you... Well, wait, wait, wait. Can we we put this in two-part? Like, what, like, superhero and then non-superhero? Because I want... I can do that, yeah. Okay. In fact, uh, I can do a worst single comic ever <laughs> and worst series ever. Okay. Mini series. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll start with the worst mini series because the worst comic ever is going to be a journey, and I think you're going to dig it. Um, <laughs> it's a journey he's going so on quite regularly. Right. The worst mini series ever, and I think you're all going to appreciate this one too, was uh, back in the late 90s, I think. Late 90s, early 2000s. The Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Former professional standing in a ring pretending to be a wrestler because God knows he couldn't wrestle. Um, He put out a three-issue series that he wrote that was drawn by, I I don't remember who drew it. He's he's an industry professional. Liz actually plays World of Warcraft with him. Liz is the manager of my store, by the way. Yes. Um, And it was so... Abso-fucking-lutely batshit insane. I've read it a dozen times. I still don't know what happened. <laughs> he's in dreams. He's fighting demons. He's the size of a bus. Um, his shoulders are bigger than most people. I don't... It's, it's the weirdest... It's like a peek inside of his mind. Because he was insane. <laughs> And then he did a, uh, a one-shot to finish it off that was a Christmas special. That sounds like... Santa was in it. Sounds like wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, take the best Ultimate Warrior promo you can think of and then have someone draw it. 
And there you are. <laughs> and uh, for all the people who don't know, who don't watch wrestling, Ultimate Warrior's promo is basically just nonsensical jabbering. And yeah. He would grunt, say words that don't make any sense in or out of context, and then scream, and that was it. That's yeah. me on a daily <laughs> basis. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior Reborn. Yeah. Except Cody doesn't go on, like, Coke benders five minutes before TV. We don't, <laughs> well, we don't know that. We don't know I go that. on Coca-Cola benders. And no matter what the WWE tells you, always remember... Warrior was an unhinged, insane, steroided out, racist, homophobic dickbag. Yeah, huge piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah, just awful. Not me. <laughs> I don't know about that. I was like, I was like Cody, just don't compare to He said he's sorry three days before he died. That doesn't absolve him of what he did. I don't even think he said he's, his wife said that he said he was sorry. Yeah. After he died. If you don't know the whole Ultimate Warrior like story, pretty so like he went on TV the day before he died because him and the WWE finally made up, and he was like, "Oh, the Warrior way. The everybody has Warrior in their heart." And then he died. The like warrior the will live day. forever. <clears throat> and then he literally yeah. died the next day. That is day. such a legend, though. It was. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so like crazy. All that stuff that happened. I could see people reading it in ten years, being like, "No fucking way that happened." It totally happened. Mm-hmm. Like. Like recently, like because I went to the Raw after he died. I was died. there too. Yeah, because yeah, it was in Birmingham. Yeah, it was in Birmingham, and it was the most surreal shit. Because they showed his promo from seven days prior, and he's like, "Well, now he's dead." The best part is you might remember during the ten bell salute in the very beginning, like, "Ah, oh, please, everyone, moment of silence, ten bell salute for Ultimate Warrior." On bell like six, some dude in the very tip top of the arena said. I hate you, John Cena! <laughs> I do remember that. Oh my god, I do remember that. Because I was there with my brother-in-law and my sister, and I, and I looked at them like, did y'all hear that? <laughs> like, everybody just looks up like, what an asshole! Yeah. He's not wrong, though. God, man. Tanner yeah. likes John Cena. Oh, no, no you gave hu- him away. I'm a huge Cena At the mark. time, it was terrible. Oh, yeah, in 2014? Yeah. That was yeah, 2014. That was right at the end of Super Cena. Yeah, phase. you just didn't want to out yourself as a Cena mark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> so going from series, mm-hmm. singular comic book. Singular comic. It's called Superman at Earth's End. It's a one shot. It's an Elseworld story, which means it's not in canon. And I have actually sold thirty of these by telling people that it's the worst comic ever made and then they have to buy it because what I do I'll tell them I'll show them the cover which is an old grizzled superman with long hair and a santa beard and I, I'll let you guys take a picture to we'll put it on yeah, our we'll, we'll put it on Instagram uh, and he's holding a gun now when I say gun this thing is the size of a diesel engine <laughs> It has dozens and dozens of barrels and the and the, the belts of ammunition just all around it. And it's called the Expunger. That's the name of the gun. Now let me take you on this journey. It starts with a splash page of Santa Superman being held back by robots who we later know, learn are biomechs. Cyborgs, half human, half robot. And he screams, You're not blowing up Gotham City! So already you're confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 over two pages of exposition, it turns out that Metropolis has been blown the hell up years ago uh, by something which I can't remember the name of it, but it's stupid. Uh, and you never learn anything else about it except that's the thing. And Gotham City's all that's left. The Earth is covered in smog, so Superman has been flying around the Earth for a year to soak up sunlight 
because that's how he gets his powers. And so he's he's taken by these biomechs, led by one named Ben Boxer. Now you read that, you think, oh, that must be some obscure character I've never heard of. No. <laughs> no, it's just they just named him Ben Boxer. <laughs> Don't know why. There's a weird robot named Ben Boxer. And they're about to blow up Gotham City because it's a plague on the Earth and they're trying to cleanse the Earth after the blah, 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 post-apocalyptic bullshit, whatever. He's like, no, you're not doing it! And he punches one and flies away. Like, oh, should we go after him, Ben? Like, no, let him see that Gotham is a wasteland. And that's just their way of not coming back until the end of the book. Because they don't. They don't figure into the book at all, (laughs) into the main story. In the slightest. Not a bit. Not even a little bit. So Superman flies down into Gotham where it's perpetually night because there's smog all over the sky, right? And all of a sudden, this giant mutant bat creature jumps on his back like, scree, and starts clawing at him. And he turns around and says, ah, Bruce, because it has Bruce Wayne's face. He says, oh, that's weird. And so he punches it, and uh, he is then attacked by a gang of bikers. Now, these bikers are different than normal bikers because they're all eight-year-old children. (laughs) On miniature bikes, they all have guns, mohawks, tattoos in post-apocalyptic Gotham. Sounds like an episode of uh, Futurama. Oh, no, no, no. Futurama's good. (laughs) (laughs) This gets better. Uh, So he's like, ah, you kids, what are you doing? Bah, I was attacked by a mutant. Oh, yeah, those mutant bats are everywhere, Superman. Every time they say Superman, it's spelled with two O's. So it's Superman. Okay. Right? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Wayne Manor to figure out what happened because I had my friend's face, my dead friend's face because Bruce is long dead. And so they get to Wayne Manor, and on the front lawn, there is a crypt. And I know it's Batman's crypt because it has the bat symbol on the front of it. Giant bat symbol. Bright yellow bat symbol right on the front because subtlety, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the door is ripped open, and Superman's like, ah! What did you kids do with Bruce Wayne's body? He's yelling at these eight-year-olds. We didn't do nothing, Superman. It was the DNA dictators. And so now you have the name of the villains of the story, the DNA dictators. They're like, ah, oh, I've heard of them. And you're like, when, Superman? You've been flying around the Earth for a year. <laughs> An entire year you've just been floating there, like, like in a pool, just basking in the sunlight. How have you heard of them? But that's not the point. So he's like, ah, oh, well, let's go inside and see what's up. And so they walk into Wayne Manor, which is somehow perfectly preserved. Sure. And they go down a hallway that has all uh, paintings of all the main Batman villains, like Joker, Penguin, Clayface. And in the middle, there's a gun in a case. Now, it's the gun that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. I know that because there's a sign underneath it that says, the gun that killed my parents. <laughs> Big, bold letters. Oh because, again, subtlety. Yeah. They go down into the Batcave where they see... The Expunger. And there's a little plaque that says, The Expunger, captured by Batman on his last case, on his deathbed, he said, Someday the world will be free of guns. Now, I don't know who put the plaque there, because obviously Batman was dying, and Alfred would have been long dead by then, too, so whatever. Mystery, because they don't mention it. No one else shows up. <laughs> Just a plaque in the perfectly preserved Batcave underneath a gun the size of a diesel engine. And so they see a hole in the cave... And they go into this hole in the cave that leads to a giant cave where big robots that look like lobster claws, but that's their face. 
They're saying one one zero one one zero one squawk one one zero one. That's their dialogue, right? Okay. And there are mutant people just walking around, and one of the kids recognizes, "Oh, Dad, it's me!" And the mutant dad grabs the kid's arm, "Oh, you little brat!" So Superman punches him, and like snaps his arm in half. Ah, like, oh, whoops! Forgot how strong I was. Hasha, <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. And so they leave. And like, oh, the dictators are doing this to people. We need to stop them. And so they go to the dictator's headquarters, where they're attacked by mutants, more mutants, they're naked mutants, screaming, ah, kill, kill, maim, kill, destroy, blah, blah, blah. And they fight them, and the kids shoot them, and then all of a sudden the dictators appear. Now this is where your suspension of disbelief is about to take a hit. <laughs> the DNA dictators, the villains of this comic, are not one, but two clones of Adolf Hitler. Oh, oh my god, this is the best god. comic I've ever read. Yeah, like, this is great. And Superman says, because we needed to tell, because the mustache and the haircut and the swastikas on their arms is enough, my god, Hitler, two of you! <laughs> and at that point, you're just expecting him to describe everything in the scene. Like, oh, standing on a balcony! I'm Superman, with children! But, because this writer's terrible. Um... He's like, ah, Superman, yes, you should join us and be super forever. He's like, no, I'll never join you. Ah. And so then more mutants show up, and they fight them off. Like, kids, we got to go. I'm weakening. Oh, no. And they run. And uh, one of the kids gets shot on the way out because okay. he's, he's dead. Ah, we're going to bury our dead, but we'll be back, twin clones of Hitler. Ah. And so they go back to the cave. And Superman's strength is fading because apparently a year in sunlight only gives him about 45 minutes of superpowers. Sure. Uh, he's like, fine. So he grabs the expunger because cause the kids are like, Superman, why don't you just use guns like you did on that one robot in a scene before that it just, you just gloss over it. It's like, ah, I'm Superman. I don't use guns. I do not kill. But I'm going to grab this gun. Let's go kill Hitler. <laughs> and so he grabs the expunger and there's a splash page of him holding the expunger. It's time for Superman to finish World War Two. That's what he says. That's a quote. <laughs> I'm real confused. Uh, this this sounds like it was written by a bunch of dogs sitting at a table. Uh, no, like the, the dogs would have made a better story. Uh, it's I like agree. The best so, 80s punk rock film ever. So he goes back. He's got the expunger. Now he's attacked by mutants wearing SS officer clothing, screaming screaming German words like Schnell and schnitzel and kindergarten. I don't remember what they're saying. It's German. It's clearly German. They all have swastikas and the pointed World War One helmets. Okay. Because that makes no sense. I know. This whole book is just like that. It's just now to get to this point of <laughs> the realization that dawned on you. Don't worry. This is still not the worst part. <laughs> we. So uh, he's fighting them and he's got the expunger and he drops it and then the Hitler's like, Superman, please join us. You can, you can become super. We should all be super together. And he's like, no. And that's it. He's no. <laughs> We're fine. We have an old friend for you. And so they open a door, and a giant 12-foot-tall mutant Batman clone thing comes out. He's got, he's got like a skull face and big claws and pointy doomsday-style elbow things. And Clark, you know I hate guns, Clark. And he punches Superman. And she goes, ah, oh, you're not my friend, Bruce, and punches its ribcage out. And kills it, just, and he's dead. That's the end of it. He's dead. Got him. 
And then the Hitler's like, fine, you don't want to be super? And so they grab guns and they start shooting Superman. And, of course, by now his 45 minutes of powers have run out. So their bullets are hitting him and they're going, ah, ooh, ah, I'm getting shot. Ah, ooh, ah, ee. And like, he's not so super. These little bits of metal are killing him. And he's like, damn you to hell. This is for the boys at Normandy. <laughs> and just blows the Hitlers away with the expunger. Just hail of bullets. He's like, oh, yeah. Right, now I'm dying. Okay, let's go, kids. And so he finds Batman's sarcophagus. It has an Egyptian-style Batman painted on the lid of it. Oh, my God. Because subtlety, right? And so he picks it up, and they're walking back to Wayne Manor. He's limping and bleeding. and They get back to Wayne Manor, and he uh, builds a bonfire. I'm going to take care of my friend's remains so this can never happen again. And then the biomechs from the first page show up. Like, Superman, you're dying. Let us make you into a biomech like us. He's like, No! I will not be a robot. I am a man. And no one's like, you're Kryptonian. But, you know, we just gloss over that. And so he grabs Batman's corpse, which is now just a skeleton in a bat suit, because subtlety. I shall die as a man. And he steps into the bonfire and kills himself. And so the little kids are like, ah, I hate these stupid guns. Without them, Superman would still be alive and throws it into the fire, where we finally get to the point of this book. It's an anti-gun book. In the worst possible way. And the biomech puts his hand on the kid's shoulder and says, Ah, but by by dying as a man, he's shown us that there's a power that will outlive the power of guns. And that is the power of human courage. And that's the end of the book. That's the book right there. I have chills. I have a headache. Wow, wow. can we get some snaps some in snaps. here? Give one snap. snaps going. Snap into your mic, everybody. I have uh, my hand is sweaty. sold 30 of those. That's wild. Well, you're about to sell 32. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have it right over there. I keep it in the store. Nice. <laughs> it has a, spot, a special spot reserved in the wall. How yeah. old is that comic? Yeah. When did uh, it come out? 90, 95, I think. That okay. sounds like a 95 situation. I was the, hoping it was like 2014. The writer <laughs> never worked again in comics. I can oh, believe it. Sad, yeah. sad I feel like they just get pulled a dude from like PR and was like, I need <laughs> you to write something right now. I feel like somebody was on like, just some weird message board and like somebody wrote fan fiction. That's a fanfic. I was like, yeah. yeah, we could use this. Superman. <laughs> I feel like there are much better fanfics I mean, there. oh, there are. The, but but the, this is for the boys at Normandy. Like, come on. I'm just yeah. confused <laughs> to what timeline it takes place in because you said it, there's World War One stuff, World War Two stuff, and it's post-apocalyptic, and obviously yeah. they're Hitler clones. Yeah. What does that take place? <laughs> robots. Well, see, they explained that the original DNA dictators had cloned Hitler. Okay. Because that seems like the thing to do. Sure. And then the Hitlers took over. Okay. But this had happened before. In the before time. Okay. Who were the DNA dictators? Scientists. Oh, okay. (laughs) Of course. That name is the only information you're given. By the way, dictator is spelled with a K in this book. That makes sense. I'm I'm still... I get it. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) Because it's more Germanic. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. I, that's how. I don't think that's how. I don't think that's K's how. Case closer works. to G than C. I mean, that's how they spell yeah, Africa. D- yeah, dictators. <laughs> Dig. Uh, also, I have another question. Yeah. Uh, is wrestling just redneck anime live action? No, absolutely not. It's an athletic redneck soap opera. Yeah. You know what? Oh. That's exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling's been around long before anime. It's true. People wrestled bears. There, there was a, a piece on AL.com re- fairly recently, within the last year or so, that was like, 
um, talking about Tracy Smothers wrestling bears in Alabama, and they had like pictures because they were talking about the le- the how legal it was to still wrestle bears in Alabama. Te- or keep in mind, this piece was like a year ago, yeah, so, like pretty recently. And they're like, yeah, if you wanted to wrestle bears now, you still probably could. And it, it was like the most surreal thing I've ever read because it's just like. Yeah, I guess anybody can do it. Well, I mean, Daniel Bryan cut that one promo where he said, if it doesn't work on a bear, I don't use it in the ring. That's true, on that's, Saturday yeah. Morning Slam. Yeah, which was a great show. It was a great show on the CW. <laughs> the yeah. most ridiculous thing. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Justin, uh-huh. for joining us this week. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, feel free to plug every everything you have. Just go for plug it. Plug it all in. Come buy my comics. <laughs> That's all. Just come buy my comics. <laughs> I'll show you the good ones yeah, to buy. The comic strip, it does have a Facebook. It it yeah. D- it d- yeah, we have a Facebook. It's uh, Facebook slash the comic strip Tuscaloosa. Or you could also just search the comic strip, and it's the one in Tuscaloosa that yes. sells comics. It's not the New York Comedy Club because they keep tagging us in stuff. <laughs> uh, they have a different tag on the social media, and it's not that. Yeah. You, uh, you have uh, also have an Instagram, do you not? Yes, there is an Instagram. Liz runs that. Okay. But we have that uh, linked on the Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. You can also search for the comic strip uh, on Instagram, Instagram and you should find us, yeah. I think it's actually, com- is it comic strip Tuscaloosa? Tuscaloosa. Comic strip Tuscaloosa, I believe, is the is the name of that. I definitely am going to tag that because we're going to do an Instagram post, of course. Yeah, sure. But yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. If you're listening, thank you. Please give us a like, a subscribe. You know, a rating, whatever, on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Overcast, all your favorite. Podcasts. Subscribe and hit that thumbs up button. Yeah, hit like, like, up. like. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> Please, Please put a reply video. You remember when YouTube did reply videos? Yeah, dude. God, horrible. Great time. Um, you can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. We've had to move the 12-hour live stream. It will no longer be on May 26th. It will be on June 2nd. Still the same time frame from 12 p.m. noon to 12 a.m. midnight. Uh, we'll be there. We'll be doing have some some good banter, some uh, video games, just stuff for twelve hours. It'll be a lot of fun. Our Twitch page is redesigned, so go check that out if you haven't already. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash All You Can Hear. Uh, follow that as we're ramping that up this summer. And you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. We have a lot of cool stuff coming up, especially with E3 just around the corner. It's okay, and <laughs> and stuff like that. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner one four nine five. If there's no more Elder Scrolls, I don't care about uh, E3 at all. I want more Elder Scrolls. That's kind of the point I'm at right now, too. Anyways. Um, Colt, you can follow me on Twitter, Colt the 88 uh, Send me pictures of your dogs, but... I'm really glad you said dogs. They, I was worried there was another D word coming. They are uh, <laughs> pirates. Patrick, I think uh, you're next. I don't know. I don't know why he said pirates. We're at a comic book store. Dressed up as superheroes would probably be the better option, but Colt's like, yeah, I already pi- told them to do that. But do it again. That's can't do it. It's got to be different. Thorgy. Go ahead. Hi. Thank you for listening. This is Patrick. You can follow me online on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. You can follow me, Cody, at CODDOC11. That's CODDOC11. I hate Tell on, him all the Mel Brooks movies he on, needs to watch. On Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, send me your Mel Brooks. Uh, movies, except for uh, not another teen movie. That's an that's not a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> God damn it! Damn it! I've tried to. I've, I've just trying to name off guess random movies and hoping it's Mel, Mel Brooks directed it. Would you just wait? <laughs> uh, you can follow me, Winslow, on Twitter at Winsy Wilkie, and you can follow my art Instagram at uh, World of Winsy. Are you crying? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like you're about to cry. Uh, well, thank you, and see you next week for more. All you can hear podcast. Uh, hi. Uh, Freed Saga.
And also, is American Pie Mel Brooks? No. I'm oh my God. Turn it off. <laughs> I hate you.